0: to my right, we have AP18. Alex, how you doing?
1: Hello, everyone.
0: And to my left, GW himself. Gary, how are you doing? Doing good. This is the Wednesday Comics Forecast. My name is Marvin here. We're telling you the comics coming out for August 1st, 2018. That is the first day of August, also the first week of August. Uh, the first Wednesday of August, and we're here the first of five, right, Alex?
1: You know it. Of course. We're here
0: to tell you the comics coming out, so you know what to pick up at your local comic shop or online. This is Image Comics, Leviathan, number one. This is John Layman and Nick Parata. Series premiere. Poor Ryan uh, DeLuca, uh Delucas didn't buy enough beer for his party. And while he was out on a beer run, his idiot buddies busted out some mythical arcana and performed a, performed the a summoning ceremony—a cer- ceremony that summoned a giant monster from hell—joined by multiple Eisner Award-winning John Layman. And Eisner nominated artist Nick Petara. That's from Manhattan Projects. I knew it. Look at that cover, you know. There you go. Along with a soon, I was trying to, to, for, was be, trying to
1: figure out where I knew that artist from.
0: Along with a soon to be nominated for best colors, uh, Michael Garland, also Manhattan Projects, for the eye popping, face melting, reality defying nonstop brush of pure adrenaline. Alex, you're the one who told me about this book and you asked how I was getting it. Uh, what turned you on in this book? Is it about the dinosaurs? On the dinosaur monsters?
1: A part of it was that it was Monsters 2. Is John Lehman. I thought, oh, Marvin said such good things about Chu. Um, we're getting that book Farmhand, which I realize is from the artist of Chew. I was like, you know what? I might as well get a, a non chew book from the two Chew writers and uh, see if I like it. I know that you always said that uh, Lehman was a funny guy and writes fairly good stuff. I thought, oh, I'll give it a try. Why not?
0: Yeah. He's a great writer. choose is a great book in terms of art and Writing, so I think uh, any of these two books are going to be home run, at least enough to check out. They have good enough ideas where I would check them out too. And you have the artist from the Manhattan Project I, that that book always looked great. So it's a little uh, weird style. They like to draw really gross stuff, so I assume that's a perfect fit for this book. But we'll see. I will pick it up too. Check it out.
2: The preview for it was awesome.
0: Preview for it was an awesome image plus, and also on the back of some image comics this week, according to what Alex said. So, if you've seen it and you think it looks interesting, I would say it's probably a good shot. John Lehman's a good writer. So, Uh, Paper Girls number 23, Brian K. Vaughn, Cliff Chang. New friends are silver, but old friends may be the only ones who can help the Paper Girls survive the year 2171. Uh, They just announced that Brian K. Vaughn is taking a break on Saga, so this could be the only uh, Brian K. Vaughn book we get for a second. Gary, what do you think Paper Girls number 23?
2: uh i would say the last couple issues have uh been really strong um you know i think getting over the hurdle that you really can't get care about continuity for this book makes it more enjoyable so um i'm enjoying it for what it is and obviously cliff chang's art's amazing so
1: i think issue 22 may have been the best issue i've read from uh paper girls in a while it seemed to have the best at least most conher- coherent story and they actually called back to other things that we've been introduced to so i was like oh i know who that character is
0: seven to eternity number 10 this is Rick recommender and uh jeromo pena he's back new story arc the springs of zol part one adam ositis and the mud king travel the wastelands to the mystical springs of zol which promised a cure for adam adam's fatal disease and they offer the God of Whispers fulfilled, but when you deal with the devil, devil, how soon before he claims, lay claims to your soul? Um, it's been gone for a second. I think they realized they got to wait for Peña to do this art. So here you are, back with it, Alex. When's the last time we had an issue of this? You are
1: Oh, dude, it's got to be at least seven months, eight I, months.
0: I'll check that out. You tell me. You looking forward to this.
1: Um, I'm I'm looking forward to getting back into it. And I actually issue nine. I remember leaving a really good taste in my mouth. But I'm also apprehensive. Um, Rick Remender has been kind of a hit or miss kind of writer for me. Some of his books are top-notch. Other ones are kind of subpar. So this may be one of those, uh, I don't know, it it fulfills that fantasy want from me. but I just, I don't know. I don't know if I'm actually super excited for it. I'm just excited to see that art come back. Because I think Opinion does a great job on the book. He just needs to be able to stay caught up on it.
0: Um, what do you, so you said eight months, so you think the beginning of December was the last issue? Yeah. Uh, Garrett, what do you want to guess?
2: Um, Even earlier, maybe like September.
0: Well, Garrett, September 6, 2017 was the last time number nine came out. So almost the whole year. Yes. We are uh, about, and I guess we'll just call it August 1st. Yeah, I guess it is August 1st. So we're 11 months ago, we got the last issue. So. I mean, it's very hard to get into a book that's been gone for 11 months, especially a book like this, which wasn't that far into it. Um, I mean, the players are there, right? Rick is a good writer when he wants to be. Opinion is a great artist. The story was interesting enough at the beginning, so hopefully we get back to that spot we were. But then again, like, did they shoot themselves in the foot by being gone for 11 months? We'll see, I guess. Uh, the Walking Dead number 182, this is Jonathan Kirkman, Jonathan, Robert Kirkman, and uh, Charlie Allred. John, the savage new leader of the Saviors, has turned over a new leaf just in time for an alliance with the Commonwealth. Uh, Garrett, what do you think? Uh, Walking Dead number 182, we're close to that 200th issue, and um, uh, where do you think we go <laughs> from here?
2: Um, you know what? I'm pretty close to dropping this book. <clears throat> I just think the story is becoming so boring and like just reading that solicit, nothing about that solicit excites me at all. Like it has nothing to do with anything. It's a rehash story with different characters. I don't know how much longer I can stay on this book. I just, I, I think I'm almost at wit's end and I'm going to make sure before Wednesday that uh, I read 181 and if that's not the best issue I've read in a long time, then I pretty I think I'm gonna drop it. Which um, just sucks because this book has been good over time, but it's god, it's just
0: we're at a point now where it's like it's not consistent enough and there's nothing new or it just feels like the same old, right?
2: Yeah. It doesn't seem like anything that I can be like like if there was a timeline from Th- this wouldn't even make a blimp on a timeline. the storyline that's been happening so far.
0: Um, yeah, this is a book too. I've been thinking about for a second. So actually, I am. Uh, it makes me feel a little better that you feel the same way. I was like, do I drop this book? 182 issues in. I've read every single issue. It's not like I'm coming to this thing and only read. Uh, like I caught up recently. Like I've been reading this thing 182 issues. That's a long time to be invested in these characters. But I think it. I'm with you. Like there's nothing new. I can't watch the same characters make the same mistakes can't have the same problems and like never move on. I actually haven't read this book in a hot minute because it's boring. <laughs> it's boring. It really is. And I think Alex asked us like three months ago, what would it take you to drop the walking dead when you're this far in? And I think we've reached that point. I think this is it.
1: Well, I think in the last probably four months, five months, maybe even half a year, I haven't heard you guys say anything good about this book since uh, Sugar Rush or Candy Cane or Sweet Something or another. I don't know what her name is. Princess. Since Princess showed up, I haven't heard you guys say anything really that good. Even other that, than Even that was issue.
0: based on potential. It wasn't even like what actually happened. It was me and Garrett were excited for somebody new, like, oh, she seems different. But it's but she falls into the same plot lines as somebody else, and it just becomes more of the same. And I think, I think that they are fo- I think Kurtman is focusing more on the TV show nowadays. And uh, he has a new book coming and out. And that's
2: going to shit. So it's like,
0: so I don't know. I don't know what it is. And it just feels like more of the same. And I think, Alex, to answer your question for three months ago, what would make me drop this book is them not deciding to do anything new. And I think we reached that point. I, I guarantee you if they go to two, issue 200, I mean, they are going to go to issue 200, issue 200 is going to be exactly like around issue, uh, what is it, 150 or 100, where all-out all, all war will happen. There'll be another big event like that. I guarantee you that's what it is. Like, There's nothing yeah. going to be, just, there's no more subtlety in this series. There's no more really character study. All it's about is you've never, like everything changes here. You'll never expect who's going to die in this book and what happens. And I'm not interested anymore. I'm interested in these characters. I'm interested in seeing how they survive and we constantly get put into situations where we're worrying about them. You know, like, you're like, why are you doing that, Rick, dude? Like, literally, the last six people you met betrayed you. And they go to these guys being like, hey, let's go check them out. No, stay away.
2: Yeah, it's like, maybe this could work.
1: <laughs> yeah. Question for you, are, are there different kinds of zombies, or are they all just walkers? Or through, stalkers, or the whatever zombies, they
2: are. So that's one
1: of those things, then you almost need to, if you're going to... Keep going on. You need to make these zombies a little more either aggressive, or you need to have um, not to steal from Left 4 Dead, but have specials. Have these creatures that have been mutated, and uh, you know they've been going for years, and they've gotten a hold of something else, and they've mutated even more. Not that they have to have powers, but have them be like a tank and a big burly thing. I don't know. You got, just even hearing it that there aren't any changing zombies, it just sounds boring. There's nothing new to build on other than who should we kill off next or who's sleeping with who or who? I don't know. I'm not even interested in it. And I didn't care to begin with.
0: Uh, IDW publishing. This is team and team. Bebop Rocksteady hit the road. Number one of five, Ben Bates, Dustin Weaver, Ben Bates also on art. Everyone's favorite mutated masters of mayhem. Be Bebop, Bebop and Rocksteady are road tripping back to NYC. But before they had started on their journey across America, They'd run into a crazy old who's bent enemy who's bent on derailing their trip before it can begin. Uh, Alex, what do you think of miniseries of Bibac and Racetti two of your favorite characters? Uh, what do you think about this book?
1: Oh, I'm I am all for it. They did one last I believe it was last August. They did B Bapon destroys uh, the universe or something. It was okay. It's not it's not really that great, but it is kind of fun to see these moronic characters. Have their own little book because they're not in the main series, and aren't even in universe. So it's nice to know at least there's some reference to them and they actually get their own uh, miniseries. So I'm, I'm all for it.
0: TMNT Universe number uh, 25 uh, Ian Flynn and Nelson on arc. Leonardo tests his fledgling abilities on the astral plane only to find himself dangerly outmatched when he comes face to face with a villain. Ness uh Kensu? Did I say that, Alex?
1: Yeah, I think I, I say Kitsune. Kitsune.
0: But, uh, what do you think um about Team T Universe?
1: They've uh they've really brought in the horizons for what the turtles can do. They finally got Mikey to be less of that jokester all the time. Raph actually has a sensitive side. Donnie is just kind of in that middle. I mean, they've kind of humanized these characters more, and then you get into this um Leonardo has the ability to go into the astral plane or the uh, astral dimension or whatever you want to call it. So he leaves his body physically and goes into the spirit realm. And I think it's really great because it makes sense for Leo to actually have that that mastery and that technique like Master Splinter Woods. So by all means, the universe is, is amazing. I love this book.
0: Uh, here we go with uh, DC Comics, Adventures of the Super Suns. Number one at 12, this is Peter J. Tomasi and uh, Carlo Bambieri and Art Thambert on Art, uh, covered by Dan Mora. The Super Sons are back in an all-new 12-issue miniseries written by Peter J. Tomasi. Check out The Lost and Secret Adventures of Damian Wayne, Jen, John Kent, and this flashback series that takes a deep dive into bombastic romance between the sons of the DC Universe's greatest heroes. It's an epic dual story, that transcends current events as Superboy and Robin find themselves targets of an interstellar team of young badasses called the gang. Uh, Garrett, what do you think? Venture Super Sons. This is a miniseries, one of 12, Peter J. Tomasi. I know you enjoyed Super Sons, but uh, this takes place before um, Man of Steel, before what happens to John. So it's kind of like Justice 12, and you know it's just going to be, I guess you would call it, out of continuity out of the current continuity kind of are you uh curious to check
2: this out uh 100% i'm so excited for this book like you know what bennis is doing or what he's done with jonathan kent i think is a shame i think it's i don't think it is good story i mean i don't think it's fair to do that i i mean you can read the spoilers online what happens to jonathan kent when he when we'll see him next um But I'm so excited for just Damien and John hanging out, doing what they do best, working together, just like their fathers did before them. Um, I think this is also going to be Peter Tomasi's chance. I guarantee he's going to be poking some jabs at Bendis the entire time. Um, But our team, I trust Tomasi as a writer. So very excited. And that Dan Mora cover looks sweet.
0: Uh, Batman number 52, this is uh, Tom King and Lee Weeks, Cold Days Continues. Alex, what do you think about the last issue post-50 50, Post fifty, of Batman with uh, Lee Weeks on it?
1: Uh, I loved it. it, it was, what a way to pick up that book again from issue 50 where I know hypocr- hypocritically I uh, said it was good one time and then told you it wasn't. Issue 51, excellent. Honestly, probably one of my favorite issues I've read in the last couple weeks.
0: Injustice 2. So, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, sorry.
1: Well, as I said, it actually makes me even more excited to get farther into this book. Um, you got Bruce is the only person who goes, I don't think, freezes guilty. Spoilers. And we get to see where it goes from there. And I think Lee Weeks is, a, is one of those artists, I hope, that makes a return f- more frequently than he has. Because I think he does a great job.
2: Uh, Marvin, I am getting oh. back on Green Arrow this issue.
0: This, oh, you are.
2: Because this, this, this is the Bensons coming on.
0: All right, here we go. Green Arrow, number 43. Seattle's in for a serious shakeup. Uh, When Green Arrow crosses, quivers with a new vigilante hero, dubbed dubs a citizen who's hell-bent on exposing the corrupt and criminal one-percenters operating in the Emerald City. Green Arrow initially applauds their efforts until the citizen turns judge, jury, and executioner. Can you guess what beliving billionaire is next on his hit list? Also, a little birdie told us that help for Oliver is on the way, but we're not singing who it is just yet. Is this for Julie Benson, Shauna Benson, and Javiada Fernandez? Oh, heavy. There you go. That's a pretty good uh, artist. Uh, now,
2: who's the cover artist,
0: too? And Alex believe baby. Covers. Uh, it looks like a great round team. Uh, Garrett, you jumping back on, you said?
2: I'm jumping back on, full steam ahead. Um, I've been ever since uh benjamin percy left this book and took some of those artists with him um been like needing some green arrow in my life and finally i know this team's going to be on for a long time and they're going to deliver a great story for the next hopefully year or two to come um you know if javier fernandez is a rotating artist on this book that'll be because he did great art on nightwing um, and I did read that annual a couple months back that the Bensons wrote, and I really enjoyed it. So I'm ready to get back into the world of Oliver Queen.
0: Injustice Two, number t- thirty-one. If you want to get a book that anything can happen in, here you go. DC rules are off the table, and anything goes. Justice League number five, James. I just want
2: to say one thing yeah. about that. Is, I mean, this series is great, but when's the fucker gonna end? <laughs> like <laughs> when injustice just three comes out i said oh up my to, god you would know Dude, more than like, us i know Dude, gary I know, this but, is one of those things that oh, because man. one
1: person bought all the books you they keep making more games more comics it's never gonna stop as long as that game keeps selling
2: well it's leading to a big event and i'm just like i love it don't get me wrong but like 31 issues of a prequel game, like comic to a game. I, mean, I guess I got five years of a prequel to the first one. So, I mean, it's probably around for the long haul, but I'm just like.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, it doesn't end anytime soon, especially when they're doing miniseries with other properties. This thing does not end.
2: All right. It's going to go for a while. But I'm just curious because I'm like, man, this is a very in depth story to get to the game.
0: Justice League number five James Tenney and the fourth, Doug Mankey, and uh, Jaime Mendoza. Lex Luthor's back in the present just trying to live his best life after seeing what the future could have held for him. Luthor's new mantra, embrace your doom. So now he's rounding out the new Legion of Doom to go on a cosmic wilding. Wilding? And establish himself as the biggest baddie in the DCU. In full recruiting mode, Luthor approaches both Sinestro and Gorilla Grodd to join his new team. He doesn't exactly have a twist to twist in the arms. They all got a matching 401k plan and great Benny's after all great Benny's what does that mean? Um, all oh, Benjamins. Uh, here we go. The Legion of doom episode, uh, episode issue. James, saying the fourth on this issue. What do you think, uh, Alex? I know you've been, uh, kind of critical of justice league. Uh, if you turned around or are you still thinking the same thing,
1: you know, I actually enjoyed issue three and four. I thought they were well-written and I, I actually really did have a good time reading them. um, not super, exci- I don't know. Tinian isn't that big of a deal for me. It's just I've had some books where I think he's a great writer, and I have other books where I'm like, eh, you're kind of hit or miss for me. So I guess we'll see. Um, but I'm pretty excited to see Legion of Doom show up. I still find it weird that Joker's on this team. He seems to be just so much of a loose cannon, and kind of a, he's a ballsy bet to make if he's on your team. He could either stab you in the face or stab someone else in the face for you. So, yeah. Um, Bring it on. I'm ready to see these these supers fight them. But if you've read issue four, shit's kind of getting uh, kind of hairy and a little scary. So we'll find out. See, i rhymed right there. Watch out. This book. remember are you getting this anymore?
0: I, I you know, but we, we talked about this last week or whenever it came out last, number four. Uh, this was a book that I had on my pull list, but it never showed up there, so I haven't received it. So I even thought this book wasn't coming out anymore. But I obviously <laughs> Justice League is still gonna come out, so I'm behind I think I only got every issue one, so I gotta go back and catch up on this thing. But I am excited <laughs> to catch up. I mean, this is not something I quit on. And judging from our sensibilities, I think I would enjoy this more than you, Alex. But also like I might not enjoy so it. much. It depends. There's things that you like and things I like, and sometimes we're both on it. And I think I I think I'll like it. I don't know. i will have to go back and check. I this issue having James Tinian and having that team, it does interest me a lot. So I'll go back and probably catch up here.
1: Get um, Once you get past issue two, because issue two I thought was a lot of words, a lot of bubbles. Excuse me. Issue three was great. I liked issue four a lot. So it makes me excited for issue five.
0: Uh, Mr. Miracle number 10 of 12. This is Tom King and Mitch Garatz. The, awesome, the Eisner award-winning Mitch Garatz. Congratulations. He just won an award last weekend for uh, best artist. Uh, Darkseid has put an offer on the table, something that can end the war before New Genesis and Apocalypse. Once and for all, the stakes are high, but peace is important. Mr. Miracle finds himself caught having to make a decision that won't just change his new life he's building, but potentially the entirety of the universe. Uh, spoilers for Mr. Miracle if you are catching up. Uh, last issue, Dark says, hey, we can end all of this, just give me your son. And now Mr. Miracle has to make a decision. I think this issue, I'm going to take over for you guys, usually I ask you, but I'm going to say uh, has potential to be one of the greatest ones. That last one, that cliffhanger is a gut punch. And I think, how does he react to it? I'm not sure. He might give him up and he might not. Uh, Edgar, what do you think?
2: Uh, yeah. I mean, Dark Side is here, basically. So uh, he threw the, the MacGuffin down and it's like, yeah, I don't. That'd be the hardest decision ever. Like, that's like one of those heroes' decisions where he, there's two equally weighing things, and you know, you'd be insane not to pick the one. But is it being selfish to pick that one choice, like saving his son versus saving people? So, and that cover by Nick Darrington for Darkseid is awesome. Um, very much looking forward to this. I can't believe there's only three issues left. I wish this was an ongoing, but. Hey, all the good things have to end. So,
0: uh, Nightwing number uh, forty-seven, Ben Percy and Chris Mooneyham, Klaus Jensen, also on this book. Uh, what do you think, uh, Alex? Are you reading Nightwing still?
1: I'm still getting. I'm still getting it.
0: And how is um, Ben Percy doing?
1: You know, he's actually doing a pretty good job. I think I mentioned it on forty-six that it actually feels like Dick Grayson's getting to be a little bit of a detective in Nightwing. Uh, I feel like this bad guy actually has a, uh, has kind of a stake. Like He's actually a decent villain. Like When we got the judge in uh, Sam Humphreys, it was good, but it kind of went too long. I'm hoping that this arc is maybe another one issue, two issues long, wraps it up nicely. Either Nightwing will lose or Nightwing wins, but I feel like this, this has gotten to be pretty decent. It's not maybe the best I've ever read, but it's still pretty darn good.
0: Marvel Comics, and X-Men, number 14, Matthew Rosenberg, Greg Land. Uh, Alex, this is continuing the – that was once miniseries, now ongoing book of and X-Men. You claim it's the best X-Men book in the market. Is it still that way?
1: I uh, – well, I, I would at least give issue 13 a, a run. That was a great issue. I really enjoyed it. Uh, it's got characters that I like, and I, I want to be in an X-Men book. But I just, I can't get any of those colored titles. I don't want gold. I don't want blue. I don't want red. I've tried them all. I haven't liked them. And Astonishing X-Men, I have enjoyed. Um, At least from issue 13 was great. Issue 12, uh, 1 through 12, it was fine. But when I was thinking it it was supposed to be, you know, its whole story was 12 issues long. It was supposed to be a mini or maxi or whatever you want to call it. Once I found out that it was ongoing, I was like, oh, hell yeah. Bring it on. And it had different characters, which was exciting. So give it a try if you want.
0: Let's dodge next one. There you go. Captain America number two, Takisi Coates and Linnell Francis Yu. Winter in America continues distrusted by a nation that seems to have lost faith in him. Steve Rogers is a man out of time and out of options, working a now unsanctioned. Captain America turned for aid and assistance in order to stem the rise of the cabal of influence brokers known as the power elite. I think, uh, Garrett, I'm not speaking out of school here when I say that this book was uh, pretty great. The first issue, and I think we all gave it tense, um, I believe, if I remember correctly. Uh, what do you think about uh, Captain 2? So, uh,
2: amazing. So excited. That cover is amazing by Alex Ross, Taniisi Coates is a great writer. Leno Francis. Hugh is a great artist. Like literally captain America is probably the best it's been in years. And I've only read one issue. Uh, I'm so excited for issue two. Um, Wow. This is captain America.
0: Uh, I think it's it's
1: hard to not be excited for when the, when you're actually getting a you know, captain. Well all those right. other ones we're getting we're getting something that was yeah, it had Captain's name on it, but it didn't feel like it. What? And kind of like you said, I yeah. haven't read a lot of Captain, but that first issue was enough to pretty much seal the deal. Captain is as long as coates is staying on it, that book will never go wrong.
0: Yeah, it's uh pretty great right now. I mean it's reminding me and once again, one issue, but still like I get flashbacks of like how great Ed Rubiker's run was, and I can think we'll get Something to that level, especially of the political uh, storyline that we're getting, and um, I'm just I'm just finally okay with no more. And it was enjoyable. Like Rick Remender's run was Cap and Dimension Z, and we had you know we just came from Wage Run, which was about like a future descendant of Cap, and also he was out of time and a different like in the future. And I'm just he is a man out of time, but he's in our time, and I like the way Cap sees the world and comments on it as somebody who's not from this time to comment on like, how are things and how are things supposed to be? Cause he comes from a time when the dream was still alive and now the dream has an expiration date and he doesn't know if it should be left to die or if he should bring it back. So it's pretty good right now. Cosmic ghostwriter number 205, Donny Cates, Dylan Burnett, the writer is out to change the universe for the better. Starting with an idea. So simple. You cannot believe no one has ever done it before with all the things worth doing. It's going, it's not going to be easy for one thing, space sharks. For another, let's just say never, it's never good to run into Galactus during a bar fight. Uh, We Alex had uh, in the last issue, he strapped Thanos to the bike and said, adios, let's go. Uh, How was, how do you, what do you think about cosmic bus Rider?
1: I issue one started off kind of slow ended. So solid. Uh, If we keep on that track, this book is going to be an amazing five issue run by Donny by Donny Cates. Uh, this cover, uh, is spectacular. Love me some giant sharks. You got the megalodon right there in space world. Uh, I'm kind of hoping that the ghost ride turns around and just drives right up its back and kills it. I, I'm I'm all for this book, and I think Donny Cates knows how to handle a five issue run. So um, I'm giving him the reins on this book. Immortal uh,
0: Hulk number four, Al Ewing, Joe Alex Ross on that cover. Walter Lankowski is an ex-football star, a space diplomat, and a beloved superhero. Walter Linkowski is charming, healthy, and outgoing. Walter Linkowski is the opposite of Bruce Banner. And Walter Linkowski is going to die today because he went looking for a banner and found the immortal Hulk. Garrett, what do you think? You had said this was like a monster of the week kind of book showing you the horrors of the Hulk. And here we are, issue four. Still going strong?
2: Yeah, I uh, just read issue two. So I guess I haven't read issue three yet. But it is doing that one-shot horror type storytelling. And yes, obviously the A storyline is Bruce freaking out because he doesn't want to be the Hulk. But it's amazing. Al Ewing is killing it with this book. He He understands who the Hulk is um where the fears of becoming the Hulk are from for Bruce Banner um and Joe Bennett has a great way of drawing just chilling art to like help like work with what Ewing's trying to do and it's I get terrified each issue there's one thing that happens that, or at least in the first two issues that I'm like holy shit did that just happen so very. Well, the issue three is great okay good
0: so there we go I think actually if um as a rule so far, anybody who was jumping on one of these new books during Marvel's refresh, is that was called? I think so. Um, anybody that was new coming on the book, I think those books are actually pretty strong because they're doing something different. For instance, Captain America, this book, but anybody who's been around for a while, I think we all agree that Thor really isn't, you know, doing hot. Um, even though like once it was my top five a little bit ago, the last series was actually pretty great, but I think we're getting more of the same there. So, I like the new directions they're taking this book, Hulk and Captain America and Hulk. Uh, Cap's kind of going back to its roots where Hulk is like actually kind of going back to its roots too because back in the day, he used to turn to Hulk only at night, and that's kind of what this is doing right now. So I like this kind of let's go back to basics and figure out what these characters are, who they were, and embrace it. So it's pretty good so far. Uh, Infinity Wars, number one of six. I just want to bring this up. Jerry Dugan, Mike the Dotto. Uh, as the Infinity Stones come to Earth, so too comes the war for control over them. But none who wield the stones know the truth about the power they contain or what it takes to bring them to their end. The nature of the universe itself hangs in the balance as we learn the answers. to The question on everybody's lips since Infinity War's prime, who is Requiem? Uh, Requiem? Uh, Jerry Dugan, Mike Jr., look into the infinite and bring the truth to light. Uh, I want to bring this up because it's uh, if you watch the movies, obviously you know about the Infinity Stones, and this might interest you. I just find it curious though that this isn't a bigger deal if it has to be an Infinity Stone story. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of major, major players. We got Black Widow, we got Captain, uh, not Captain, we got Doctor Strange. Yeah, Captain Marvel. Uh, you can
2: definitely tell that this was from the la- the one that the person that was showrunning Legacy, not the new person. Like I think they they had laid out too much groundwork for this, so this storyline has to happen. But I don't think the new whoever the new VP is or whatever, the guy running Marvel Comics right now wanted to do this story, but he had to roll off it because they were too far along.
0: Oh there you go, Marvel Comics. Um I don't think anything else. You guys don't get into Weapon X anymore, right? No, no. Um and there we go. Let's see here, let's go on to Garrett.
1: Go go Power Rangers number twelve.
0: Go go Power Rangers number twelve. That's Boom Studios. This is Ryan Parat, Dan Mora. Uh, no description here. I don't know. That's kind of weird. Maybe because it's on this very cover. I don't know. But like, what do you think, Go-Go Power Rangers, Alex? How's GoGo doing?
1: You know, I Garrett and I talk about every time one of these Power Ranger books comes out. I think GoGo really is that that character study for you gets you the the five characters you care about. At least for me, care about. My Morphin was always my my go to team. Uh, actually introduced one of my favorite characters, and she's only been in like three issues as is the other Kimberly. Um, I, I really love GoGo. I was telling Garrett, at least when I think Shadow Dimensions ends, I will probably Drop Mighty Morphin. But I think I'm I'm on GoGo, if nothing else for that Dan Mora art.
2: Um, uh, that variant cover that's in Homage to the Goonies is awesome.
0: Tempting to get,
2: but I'm not gonna get it. But still, do
0: no. you guys still get Animosity? No, no. Well, there we go.
2: Adios. Uh, I've actually got a few
1: more books that uh, Marvin may have skipped. Uh, on Dark Horse, we've got the uh, Quantum Age of the, Quantum Age from World of Black Hammer number two comes out. By Jeff Lemire. Oh yeah, let me and, see. I, I just
0: I missed uh, Derek Horse completely. Let me. It doesn't see. have a
1: photo. It Just says image coming soon.
0: Quantum, a rogue Martian joins forces with the down and out heroes of the Quantum League, only to find themselves on the run from the powerful and oppressive military forces. Militia forces. Shocking events come to light from both the Martian's past and the Leaguers' ties to the heroes of Blackhammer's Farm. Uh, this is Wilfredo Torres and Jeff Lemire. Uh, I'm assuming that... Um, you know, Alex, when you brought this up this week, you're like, hey, why do we get this book? I was like, I don't remember this first issue coming out ever. Um, so is it good?
1: I really enjoyed it.
0: I, I haven't read issue one
2: more, yet.
1: It gave you a little bit more back information from when uh, Barbie gets sent down. Uh, it's It's got that kind of... Uh, what was that book? Invisible Republic? Where aliens... Can look like people, but they have a way to check your DNA. I really enjoyed it. It was kind of a scare. It's scary, not horror, just scary situational book. So I, I'm all for this. And of course, building on that black camera lore is spectacular.
0: In uh, season number one, Annosente and uh, David Aha, the bees are swarming. But what do they know? What that we don't? The rich have built walls around their wealth and scar- scrambled into escape rockets. The romantic and the ruthless cross over in the lawless wilds of zone B. A few cankerous aliens have come to collect the last dregs of humanity's essence from the celestial embryo bank. One of them falls in love. This is uh, the new or one of Karen Berger's, uh dark horse comics book. Alex, you're picking up this book for Dave. Aja, I believe.
1: Oh, I say this. I'm blind buying. I know Anna sent the uh, Garrett's favorite writer. Um, we're I'm making getting, a mistake. I'm gonna, yeah, but I love David Aha, and this is one of those things that the art for me will be the saving. Ruined,
2: place. it'll be ruined.
0: Uh, I'm looking at the preview here. Actually, the art looks pretty good, so might be something I check out too, Alex. Uh, Once you catch a look at it, let me know how it don't goes. you See
2: that text though,
1: art will be ruined.
0: The raid one of four.
1: I've read garbage <laughs> like Man of
2: Steel. Uh,
0: can't there, be much. I of a said combat. it was garbage too. Uh, I know, be, but
1: I.
2: Read Green Arrow number 17 from New 52, and then come back. Now it. watch, when I
1: read it, and it's pure gold and immaculately written, because I read some of her stuff from Catwoman, I agree. She's not the best writer. But I also have seen what David Aja can put out, and his artwork is so spectacular that hopefully uh, it will fix all the horrible words I've seen with beautiful beautiful pictures.
0: Uh, she wrote a story for Batman. Black and white actually was pretty good, so I don't know. <laughs> Uh, that's the only thing. Best ever, of luck to you Best guys. thing I ever read from her, and I thought it was pretty good. Uh, Raid course, when, uh,
1: she, when she gets that Eisner, and she's the best <laughs> writer of 2018. And cares like those guys told me. <laughs> Don't worry,
0: me I'll never
2: first. feel that way.
0: Raid one of four Ali masters and Booty Satar Satawan, taking place during the events of the second movie, the Raid's main character Rama is trapped in prison and he has to protect the undercover cop as well as himself. Meanwhile, Jakarta crime boss Beto is causing havoc in the outside world as he tries to gain more and more power. And he's ably assisted by two familiar faces, Hammer Girl, Baseball, Batman. Uh, Alex, we love ourselves The Raid. And here we go, one of four. The Raid is coming out. What do you think? Are you used to it in comic form, or you just want to see those action scenes?
1: You know, in all honesty, I... I think Garrett was telling me about that coming out in issues. must have been like last week or two weeks ago. Once uh, you said Hammer Girl and Bat Boy, I was... I'm, you know what? I may get it.
0: Hey, I if you have access to a computer, check out these, this preview. This thing actually looks pretty great. It Which has, company is it? Uh, Titans Comics. Um, it has, if you go like, to the second page of the previews, it has good enough panel work where it has that kind of kinetic energy of the movies, and I think... I might check this thing out. I like to read it enough to check it out. It's a unique enough story with like Hammer Girl, like you said, baseball, Batman. There we go. Uh, TMT, uh, Cerebus number one, Dave Sims, Ben Hops, Dave Sims, uh, Gustave Dory. Um, I just wanted to bring this up, Alex. Are you interested enough in TMT to get this kind of a little miniseries?
1: Hang on, I gotta find it first. I don't know what you're even talking about
0: yet. Uh, Rembrandt, Van Gogh Pollock, Picasso holding on the top four places of the Fortune five hundred. Multi billionaires. Pollock declares the TMNC greater than Jack Kirby. Uh Teenage Mutant Ninja Oh, this isn't T M TMNT. This is no, Teenage Mutant so is... Ninja Service. I thought it said Turtles and Service. So I mean Oh, I uh,
1: say I am looking at like, those don't look survey. like the turtles I know.
0: It's a, it's a, basically a parody. Do you enjoy the turtles that much? You can read a parody of them. That's what I want to know.
1: You know what? I probably could because the turtles are a parody of Daredevil, and i i don't I don't mind people making fun of the turtles unless they're bitching that they're not in their own book. Garrett, get over it.
0: <laughs> uh, Garrett, what do you think? We're on August first. What is, should somebody pick up? What's going to be your pick?
2: Uh, I'm going to say Leviathan. Um, I read the preview a long time ago, and it's been on my list for something to look forward to uh, for a while now. So uh, definitely interested in picking that up.
0: Alex? Uh,
1: I know Garrett's going to disagree with this choice, but I'm going to say the seed's number one. I just I want to see me some uh, current AHA art. He hasn't done anything in a long time other than a few Star Wars covers. So by all means, give me a four-issue run with him doing all the work.
0: And I'm going to pick Captain America number two. And the fir- first issue was, it might have been perfect in my mind, and uh, I am going to enjoy and see what Coates does with the next issue and does with the run. And uh, I am really looking forward to it. So uh, what do you think? I looked outside, Alex. I came inside. It rained for a half second today. Otherwise, yeah. sunny. And then we got, you know, the weather's a over the place. Are you knowing what's going on?
1: Um, I actually had to drink a little bit when I got off work today. Uh, it was sunny out, and then I heard some thunder and some lightning, and uh, I wasn't sure if Thor was coming down to visit me or if I, you know, something had happened. I don't. I, it was. I was confused, and I'm a meteorologist, so you know it's bad. Um, where we live, you never know what you're gonna get. It's kind of like a box of chocolates given to you by a stranger.
0: So Alex, you so, you think so? You popped a couple beers because you heard the thunder and thought Thor was on his way over, and then he never stopped by. So then you had to do, drink it yourself.
1: Well, well, kind of. I felt I felt let down. So, I, I opened up all these beers thinking he was going to show up and we we're going to share some times and some more stories. He never showed up, so I had to drink some more.
0: What do you think? Maybe he's uh, tricking you into uh, alcoholism. Is that possible?
1: I it actually it crossed my mind before I got too hammered.
0: Garrett, speaking of getting hammered, those <laughs> roads. Speaking of getting hammered, those roads are being torn up out there with this mixed up weather. Uh, how do they look tomorrow, though?
2: Uh, there's a lot of great books coming out tomorrow. Um, I think uh, if there was any company winning tomorrow, it's definitely Marvel. I mean, Captain America two, Mortal Hulk number four, uh, Deadpool number three. I don't know about Deadpool. But Dude, Deadpool, I love Deadpool, it was good. I liked the first two issues. I guess we didn't talk about that one either. But Deadpool two was really good. I, I like that it's kind of like one shot still. But there's it's it's similar to Mortal Hulk. There like is a storyline that's going over all the issues, but the main issue itself is like a one shot. Um, but I think you definitely need to get to your shop on time. Make sure you have everything pulled because um, there's a lot of books this week that you don't want to miss out on.
0: Uh, it still makes me crack up that Alex literally talks about the weather. He does not take it as a metaphor, and you won't talk about these roads. You actually talk about the comics.
2: I've I, never yeah, talked I, about the roads. I've always been a traffic guy. Like I've never talked about the condition of what the Where was the, the traffic roads.
0: information? There's no traffic information in that. I say,
2: I I told you a traffic is in comic traffic. Relevant. Oh, see, I, Get I, I literally told you comics. that. comics.
0: This week
1: is going to be sunny, or it's going to be rainy, or your balls are going to stick to your thigh. I don't tell you that the books are great. Uh, That's watch why you're the fucking weatherman. People listen out, to this show. Watch out for that thunder called Thor.
0: For That's, legit information about the traffic, they're going to wake up at seven tomorrow, and they know they're going to listen to the show, and they say, "I mean, Garrett did not tell me anything about this rush hour traffic." Yes.
2: Well, we don't all live in the same place. All so, you need to know is there's a lot of good books coming out. So get to your shop early before they're gone.
0: That is Wednesday Comics Forecast. Uh, Alex does the, what the show says, and Garrett decides to go another route. Just like in life, every once in a while, there's a fork in the road. You go left, you go right, you get to the side. Uh, Garrett goes left and uh, falls into a pothole, it sounds like. And me and Alex go right, and we live our lives until the end. <laughs> uh, uh, Garrett, what do you think? If you fell into a pothole, can you get out of it?
2: Yeah, I'll call Domino's.
0: That's hypothetical. I don't think you'll get out of it. My name is Marvin, and this has been the Winston Comics forecast.
2: I'm Alex. Garrett. (laughs)
0: Hey.
1: (laughs) Hey, everyone. Keep reading those
2: books.